everyone. It's time for another news roundup. You know the drill. Um, starting with the casting news, there's not that much today. Um, Liv Tyler is returning as Betty Ross in Captain America New World Order, which is pretty cool. Um, Matthew McFadden is joining Deadpool 3. Um, ben Affleck and Megan Thee Stallion, for some reason, have joined Adam Sandler in the Safdie Brothers next movie, which is cool. Uh, moving on to other news, Andy Samberg and Gene Smart will star in a rom-com titled 42.6 Years, directed by Craig Gillespie, who is a great director. I'm a fan of his. And the story centers on a young man who, in order to save his life, undergoes an experimental procedure in which he's cryogenically frozen and wakes up 42.6 years later. Um, he's unchanged, but he finds himself in a future with no one to turn to but his ex, who obviously is now much older than him. So this sounds pretty interesting. Craig Gillespie is maybe one of my favorite directors, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does with this. Moving on, Disney has announced sequels to Toy Story, Frozen, and Zootopia. And I understand it from a business point of view, but I don't know how I feel about these. Zootopia actually sounds cool. I like the first Zootopia a lot, and I think there's a lot of potential for that world. So I'm excited for a Zootopia too. Frozen makes sense. There's been two of them. It makes sense for it to be a trilogy. So that's fine. And then Toy Story is the one that probably feels the most unnecessary. Um, Toy Story 4 felt unnecessary, but then it turned out to be really good. I have no idea what they'll do with the Toy Story 5. Um, hopefully it turns out to be good, but right now I don't have much excitement. Moving on, Disney also announced a live action remake of Moana with Dwayne Johnson returning to his same role. And this is another one where I'm like, this is completely unnecessary. Why are we doing this? Um, maybe it'll be good, but it's not going to be as good as the animated movie. Um, the animated movie is so well done. There's no reason to do this besides just a cash grab. And all movies are cash grabs, obviously. And I hate just calling something a cash grab, but this one is just like more obvious than most. Moving on, Florence Pugh and Andrew Garfield will star in We Live in Time which is a funny, deeply moving, and immersive love story. Rom-com, that's what it's described as. They're filming right now. Uh, this could be pretty cool. Obviously, I'm a fan of Florence Pugh and Andrew Garfield, both great actors, so I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. Um, Adam McKay has set up his next movie with Robert Pattinson, Amy Adams, Robert Downey Jr., Forrest Whitaker, and Danielle Deadweiler. Um, it is called Average Height, Average Build, and the story follows a serial killer, who enlists a lobbyist to change laws that will allow him to get away with murder more easily. Um, and then Robert Downey Jr. is a retired cop who uh, won't give up on the murders. And the killer tries to prevent him from finding his trail and blah, blah, blah. So this is very interesting. This sounds cool. Adam McKay, he's a really good director. He has a lot of good movies. His most recent one, Don't Look Up, I wasn't a fan of. But that doesn't mean he's a bad director. And I'm very curious to see what he does with this. Great cast, interesting premise. Looking forward to it. Josh Friedman, who I believe was a writer on the Snowpiercer TV show on FX, has taken over screenwriting duties on Marvel's Fantastic Four from Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer, um, which is interesting. And then similarly, the creator of Beef on Netflix, which is really popular right now and is supposed to be amazing. So the creator of that, Lee Sung-jin, will take over the reins from Eric Pearson for the Thunderbolts movie. Um, I've heard Beef is amazing. I haven't seen the Snowpiercer show. So hopefully these changes are a good sign, but we won't know until we actually see the movie. 
Next up, Austin Butler will produce and star in a City on Fire adaptation, which is described as a modern-day Helen of Troy focusing on two criminal empires that control all of New England. Um, this sounds really interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Austin Butler, great actor. So this is cool. Next up, Chloe Zhao, one of my favorite directors, has set her next movie. She will direct an adaptation of Hamnet, which is a New York Times best-selling historical fiction novel that imagines the story of Agnes, the wife of Shakespeare, as she struggles to come to terms with the loss of her only son, Hamnet. The premise doesn't do much for me, but the fact that it's Chloe Zhao gets me really interested. I'm looking forward to anything and everything she does. I think she also has like a vampire movie or something in development right now. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Next up, Heat 2 is in development. Michael Mann will direct. And Adam Driver is in talks to star as young Neil. And this is pretty awesome. Heat is obviously a classic. One of the most thrilling movies probably of all time. I don't know how a second one can live up to it. I haven't read the second book. But this is just really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing this. Next up, we're going to go through the trailers before we move on to the new DC slate. So starting with Fast and Furious 10, if you know me, you know I am not a fan of the Fast and Furious franchise, and this trailer, again, did nothing for me. It doesn't look good. I didn't think it was a very well-done trailer. It was kind of long and a little too revealing, and I don't know. This franchise just isn't for me, and I'm not excited for it. Next up, we got a new trailer for Guardians 3. Uh, this looks great. This is like the opposite of the Fast and Furious franchise for me. This one I cannot wait for. I'm really excited for. It looks like it's going to be emotional, and I just I can't wait for this one. We got the trailer for Elemental, which is the next Pixar movie. Um, it looks cute. I don't have much excitement yet, but it looks pretty good, and it's Pixar, so it'll probably be good. We also got the trailer for Ghosted, which is the new Anna de Armas, Chris Evans action movie, and I was looking forward to this one, and I gotta say, this trailer was kind of eh. I'm sure the movie will be fine, but the trailer it was kind of bland. It just looked like another disposable streaming action movie. Hopefully I'm wrong, but this was a little bit of a letdown. Moving on, our final trailer is for The Flash, um, and this looks really good. I can't wait for this movie. All the controversy aside, from everything I've heard, this movie's supposed to be great. All the turmoil at DC, we'll talk about all that, but just talking about this movie, I'm very much looking forward to it, and I hope it doesn't get completely overshadowed by everything else going on. Moving on from trailers, I want to spend the rest of the time on the new DC slate. So James Gunn and Peter Safran finally announced chapter one of their new DC, I guess, universe. It's kind of a full reboot, but not fully because they're keeping some stuff. It's still a little unclear. I would have liked more clarification on that. But basically, we've got chapter one, Gods and Monsters, and we'll go through every project, starting with Creature Commandos, which is a seven episode animated series written by Gunn. Um, originally a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis. This is a modern take on the concept. No voice actors yet, but they're looking for people right now. Um, and they're looking for actors who can do the voice and then also play live action. Um, this is really cool. What I like that Gunn and Saffron are doing is they're going deep into the catalogs. They're going to some obscure characters. I have no idea who Creature Commandos are. But from what I've seen, this team of like rogue anti-heroes seems right in James Gunn's wheelhouse. So I'm very much looking forward to this. We also got Waller, and we knew about this one before. Viola Davis returning to play Amanda Waller. Um, this is going to be written by Crystal Henry of Watchmen fame. 
and Jeremy Carver, who is the creator of Doom Patrol. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. Viola Davis, obviously one of our best actresses maybe ever. And Amanda Waller is a great character. I like how James Gunn has been using her. I'm looking forward to learning more. Next up, the big one is Superman Legacy, written and directed by James Gunn himself. And according to Saffron, it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. Um, and I'm really excited for this. I know there's some people out there on the internet who are like, oh, James Gunn doing Superman, he's going to make him all goofy and weird and raunchy and he's going to bring his James Gunn sensibilities to Superman. And people are really worried about that. And I can understand that. But also, I don't share that concern at all. I think James Gunn is a really smart guy. I give him a lot of credit. And I think he's a great director. I don't think he is locked into his one style. I think he can do many genres, many styles. I think he just chooses to do his like raunchy style because that's what he likes. That's his humor. But I think for Superman, I think he knows the character is not that tone. And I think he's going to create a more for lack of a better phrase, like straight down the line, typical Superman movie. And I think he's going to do it really well. And I have no concerns about the tone or this being like a two James Gunsy Superman. I think he knows that this universe just needs like the bedrock, a solid foundation to be built on. And he knows it needs like a solid, straight down the middle, well done Superman. And I think he can deliver. So I'm very much looking forward to this. Moving on, we also got Lanterns. Um, Greg Berlanti's Green Lanterns TV series has been canceled. In its place is a new take on them. Um, it'll feature Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart, and that's all we know. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. One of my favorite aspects of DC, I'm not as well-versed on DC as I am in Marvel, but from what I know about DC, um, the Lanterns and that whole mythology is one of my favorite aspects, and it has been a long time coming to get that on the screen, and I'm very excited for it. Moving on, we've got The Authority, which is a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet. And that's all we know. I don't know. I have no clue what The Authority is. I have no clue anything about the comics for this. Um, all I know is what I just said. So I'm looking forward to seeing what it is and learning more. Next up, we got Paradise Lost, which is an HBO Max series Game of Thrones style drama, which is really cool set on the all-female island that is Themyscira, Wonder Woman's birthplace, filled with, this is what gets me excited, political intrigue and scheming between power players. It takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. And this is awesome to me. First of all, I think even like years ago in my Wonder Woman 1984 review, I talked about how one of my favorite parts of that movie was the Themyscira stuff. I've always found it really interesting. The mythology of that world, how that world operates. So getting to explore that more is great. But then also the fact that this is a Game of Thrones style drama, the fact that this is political intrigue and scheming between power players, that is just right up my alley. It sounds so cool. Um, this is one of my most anticipated for sure. Next up, we've got The Brave and the Bold. And according to James Gunn, this is the introduction of the DCU Batman, um, Bruce Wayne, and also Damian Wayne as Robin. And the movie will take inspiration from the now classic Batman run written by Grant Morrison, which introduced Batman to a son he never knew existed. So this sounds really interesting. I'm not familiar with the Batman run in the comics, but I'm excited to see what they do with this. I'm excited to see who's going to be playing this Robin, who's going to be playing Batman. 
And uh, I'm looking forward to this. Next up, Booster Gold, an HBO Max series based on a unique, lesser-known hero created in 1986. Um, Safran said, and I quote, it's about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero. James Gunn described it as, I quote, imposter syndrome as a superhero. And uh, again, this sounds really cool, really intriguing. I'm not familiar with this character, although I have heard of him before. And uh, I'm just very much looking forward to this. Next up, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, a Supergirl movie where she is, quote, much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to, according to James Gunn. Very interesting. I wonder, is it going to be the same Supergirl that's in The Flash or are they going to recast that role? Finally, and maybe the most exciting one to me, Swamp Thing, a horror film that promises to close out the first part of chapter one, Gods and Monsters. And not only that, first of all, a Swamp Thing horror movie. I cannot wait already. I'm so excited for that. But the fact that this is being written and directed by James Mangold is awesome. I couldn't have thought of someone better. Um, I can't wait for James Mangold's next movie for Indiana Jones in a few months. Ford vs. Ferrari, Logan. He is a great director. He also is doing a Star Wars movie, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll talk about that next news roundup. Uh, he's just quickly becoming one of my favorite directors, and I cannot wait to see what he does with Swamp Thing. And that brings me to the end of the new DC slate. That brings me to the end of this news roundup. Let me know what you thought of all this. What are you most excited for? What do you think of this new uh, this new slate of DC projects? Are you excited for it? Are you surprised? Were you expecting more? Let me know in the comments, email, voicemail, or form. And all those links are in the description. Thank you so much for listening and have a good day.